When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning. Welcome to hour two of the podcast on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. 10.05 is the time if you're listening live. Thank you. Uh, Donna and Steve, producer Don McLean, hanging with us for the whole show today. Very excited about that. We got some music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. I love The Beatles. I'm just going to say it. Me too. They're great. They're so good. Any Beatles song comes on, I'm singing along. Me too. Just so good. Well, America has spoken. And the most loved member of The Beatles is... Any guesses? Paul. It's got to be Paul. It's Paul. It's Paul. People love him. 43%. 43%. And you know, it's pretty even even after Paul. It goes 43% for Paul, 34 for John, 32 for Ringo, 31 for George. I, oh, have I to thought say, George would have been a little higher on that list. Because he so, was so handsome? No, just because he sang more. Oh, sure. Okay, that's true. I, I think John lost points because of the hanger-on, you know? Yoko, his wife. Yeah. Was on! Was on! Donna is singing a lyric for those who don't <laughs> know of again. a song called. Was on! Was on! That was like. <laughs> what? It, was that no, me, the I have to time? help. Okay, uh, please help Donna me. Donna is. Yeah, just because there are a lot of listeners again. right now, just. Okay, There's please a, do. A third time. Okay. I'll eventually it's, explain. It's a different it. song, okay? Ready? Kiss, kiss, kiss. Kiss me, love. Just one kiss, kiss will do. You like it? So Donna is singing <laughs> as Yoko Ono, and that first thing that you heard her say is War Zone, because Yoko Ono came out with a song just a few years ago called War Zone, and there was a brief time on the Don and Steve experience where we played it ad nauseum. Don, any chance you might be able to... Oh, I'm going to have to cut this out of the podcast. Why am I doing this? Oh, boy. <laughs> It's really dark, you guys. Yeah, there's a lot of... I'm trying to get to the lyrics here. It's a war zone. I would like to say that I nailed it. Men flashing their guns and balls. Whoa. Women looking like... Whoa. Right, right, oh, easy, right, right. Yoko. I don't even know what she said. Well, I Men think she flashing said... guns and their balls. Oh. Whoa. I, I, I don't think she means those balls. I think she does. Okay. I think she's like war. She's suggesting it's just, you know, men puffing up their chest against each other. Oh, yeah. Um, can we hear your take one more time, Donna? <laughs> can we just, 
kiss, 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 kiss me, love. What's that? What is are that you saying there? One, that sounds like a little Peace Swiss song. It is on um, <laughs> the album that came out. Um, Our life together is, you know, um, the, yes, the album that came out after uh, John Lennon died. The two of them. Oh, God. Come on, you guys. John Lennon, Yoko album. It's called. Um, blah, 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 blah. I think oh, you... kiss, kiss, kiss. Let me go ahead and pull double that fantasy. Up. Thank you. I think it's on double fantasy. Thank you. Oh, man. You know a fair amount about Yoko. I, yeah. I, I love John Lennon. Yeah, Kiss, 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 it's called. Yes. Um, do you want to hear it? See I, if I nailed sure. it? I do want to hear it, but let me look at this ad first. Okay. For Liberty What's it Mutual. for? Oh, <laughs> they can Liberty, just Liberty. take a hike. No the Canopy one. Group. Yeah, that's right. Kiss, kiss, just one kiss, kiss That's all I need. Isn't it fun? Mm-hmm. Warzone. No, I think she. If you go back I'm to Warzone, I think she held. Oh, you. I think it's it short on war and it's long oh, on zone. zone. It's like Warzone. <laughs> Men flash their guns. Inappropriate behavior here. I'm yeah. giving you a warning. All right, okay, fine. Okay. I'm trying to be the police here. All right, she goes, yeah, but just to be clear, Yoko holds zone longer, not All right, war. my bad, sorry. I'm just saying, if you're going to do right. a Yoko, shout out to Yoko Ono. How's she doing today? She's alive <laughs> she's and well, okay. yes? I hope she's okay. I like her kids, too, you know? Well, her one kid, Sean. What do you mean? You don't like the other kid? No, I like the other kid, but it's not her kid. Oh, uh, oh, my word. Yoko Ono is 89, 89 yeah. which means she came out with Warzone like when she was like 86 or 85. Yeah. Looks yeah. like 2010 oh or something. Gosh. She's like, you know, into that whole performance art, you know, like I'm an amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me you guys can see her in the camera. <laughs> Here's my question. I'm a thespian, I- guys. <laughs> I still have to take all that out of the podcast. Do we really think Yoko's people are coming after us for for music rights? I, know. I mean, I'll do it. I don't know. I don't know. You could. I mean, it's up to you, Steve. Was I don't know. Ozzy Osbourne has a new makeup line. It's at Ulta. It's really cool. I just want to throw it out there. Thank you. Do you want to check it out? I'm looking at it right now. Do you like it? Like it's all shiny, sparkly stuff. It's pretty cool. I really like it. It's you know what very it re- themed. Oh, it's got candles, too. You know what it reminds me of? Kind of like Kat Von D's stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, kind of that gothy. Hot topic. So he's got an eyeshadow uh, collection that's in a coffin. You know. Oh, that's, it, yeah, that's cute. That's, that's like cool. a coffin. So the, we're paying for the packaging again. Right. Here we go. Yeah, Bethany right. Frankel. But, go on. Look at those metal flake eyeshadow all of those. My those are th- really cool. They are very, very cool. However, I don't think that there's any eyeshadow that hasn't been made yet. I agree. You know, I just think that it's all been done. There's nothing new that anyone can come up with. So I will just use what I have, Yeah, maybe even from 10 years ago, that I'll pull out of my makeup drawer. <sighs> I tell you what I do like about that, though. they he The packaging is on point. It's, I should say it's on brand, for sure. The Aussie Bat Palette is cool it looks like a bat mm. and it's another eyeshadow palette that's kind of fun you that guys, and the coffin those are cool i'm sorry i have breaking news bat palette sold out good our film is officially on imdb thank you wait a minute <laughs> yes 
Yes. 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 Barbacoa? Barbacoa. They put, yes. Of course they put it on there. You have to apply. So it doesn't have its own page. It's Kristen and Justin's page. That's fine. They added it. They're professionals. Oh, my God. You guys so can great. put up. I mean, do you have IMDb accounts? Oh I gosh. do. No. No. I don't pay for it, but it's, yeah, I don't have a headshot. Anyway, I, I really wonder if don't. I have wow. a Wikipedia page. I should check that out. Oh, that's scary. I wouldn't right? do that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like what I'm seeing yeah, here. Guys, it says it. Pony up the money. Get your headshot on there. You'll get more work. Huh. Donna, what could you and I maybe get out of the old radio biz, as it were? Haven't you and, already done that, Steve? Well, you know, just I mean, full time though, and then we just become <laughs> actors for hire. Oh, totally, we'll do just nothing but indie films. Yeah, you know, queen. we'll do like that stuff that dawns into you know, like we'll be zombies or whatever. We'll do all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always only in movies that, and it doesn't matter the genre: zombies, sure, werewolves, whatever. But it's always got to be about uh, an establishment that's getting closed down and they need to raise money quickly (laughs) or else. Hmm. And it's always a dream. Other than that, I'm open to whatever. When we come back, uh, we will get into... Googling myself. Oh, here we go. Um, How about this? It's National uh, Pasta Day today. So there are 10 things that you are doing wrong with Uh pasta according to Italians who know something. So we'll run through the list when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. All right. Just like that, we're back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. Don McLean hanging with us for the whole show. Yay. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Glad to be here. Yay. Let's uh, let's talk a little food news. All right. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. All right. It is National Noodle Day. Happy Noodle Day, everybody. Oh, and also with you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay, so um, Italy has this proud noodle tradition of its own. And so somebody polled 1,000 people in Italy to find the top things you might be doing wrong with pasta. This is according to Italians. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is, we're starting aggressive on this list. This is real bad. Ketchup on pasta. Me, no, likey. Who who does that? I don't know. Americans? One One in six six Americans. Yikes. 89% of Italians say, nope, no, 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 no. Cutting pasta with a knife. 69% of Italians say, never do that. Okay, could we stop here for a moment, though? I mean, if you have long spaghetti and you get tired of turning it, and how many times do you want a lady in the tramp something and you're sucking the noodle up and it's whipping around like a live wire on the ground as it goes into your mouth? I saw a guy, a hillbilly, as it were, <laughs> and he was on, this like went viral last year or so. Remember, Donna? He would, this dude, and he was like in overalls and no shirt underneath. At least that's how I remember. Mm-hmm. He would scoop up with his fork, scoop up. A big thing of spaghetti, and he had scissors in the other hand. I've done that he before as a kid. Scissor it off right at the bottom, and then put it in his mouth. Go again. So it was uh, fork, <laughs> scissor, mouth. Fork, scissor, mouth. That's funny. That's very funny. No, you're supposed to put it against uh, the spoon. spoon and twirl it. Yep. Right until it's against the spoon. You put, yeah, yeah. You you get your spaghetti on your fork. Then you get a spoon, you hold the fork against the spoon, and you twist the fork against the spoon until it's already wrapped up, and then you put it in your pie hole. 
Don't you think you're overcomplicating that? Because what does the spoon really do? I've never used a spoon. I only use the fork. And once you twirl, it's going around the fork anyway. Put your other hand down. Okay, you do it Do it how you want to do it, all right? Thanks, bro. All right, I'm just telling you what the Italian said. Donna. Uh, okay, putting pasta in cold water, then boiling it. Oh. No, you, you don't do that. First. You boil it, then you put the pasta in. These are no-brainers, aren't they? I think so. I'm going to keep going, though. That's good. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that it needed to be boiling first. Oh. What? I don't make pasta a lot. Don't pasta shame me. You don't make pasta for your kids? Like, hey, kids, we're having spaghetti. So now I just went from getting pasta shame to getting parent shame. Mm-hmm. No, I don't make pasta for my kids. <laughs> they don't like it, Donna. Who doesn't like pasta? Do they my eat mac kids. and cheese? Yes. That's but- pasta. No, but ours is like a microwavable single serve. Oh, got it. Okay. It would disappoint you. <laughs> well, no one thinks, wait a minute, though. Like Nobody thinks noodles? of mac and cheese as pasta. You don't think of pasta as mac and cheese. That's a separate thing. Dawn, help me. Dawn. That's pasta. I mean, yeah. It's Elbow noodles no. are pasta. Yeah, pasta. But you wouldn't think of it as pasta. People don't classify mac and cheese. Like, what kind of pasta do you want? We're talking about bow tie pasta, spaghetti, linguine. Nobody's thinking macaroni and cheese, please. Uh, huh? Yeah, I am. But you. But Steve, that's a pasta. You're talking about what it's mixed with cheese, sauce, butter, olive oil, pesto. Eat pesto. Bolognese. But you know, like when you go to the Olive Garden, they don't really have like mac and cheese as an option, do they? It's, isn't it like all these other pastas? Because they're like, we're talking about Italian. Like, that's, right, this sure. is what Americans did to pasta. We put cheese on it. Boiling it in plain water without salting it, that is a no no. You have to salt your water. Yes. Putting oil in the water. There is a tie on this one. 44% say it's fine. 43% no. Most experts say don't put oil in there. Uh, it makes the pasta too slippery and then the sauce can't cling to it. Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Everybody does this, I think. Breaking the spaghetti what? in half. I don't anymore because I remember, well, I was married to an Italian, so his parents were like, you don't break the pasta. What did his... Uh, mm, he said, what do you know about... Uh, uh, what do you know about spaghetti? No break it. No break it. Oh, God, I love it. Uh, you can't have pasta as a side dish. It's always the main dish. Well, and by the way, I would just like to say, I enter mac and cheese back into the conversation. Mac and cheese is a side. I'm not trying to pick a fight with That's you. It's fine, it's fine. Rinsing pasta after you cook it. Don't. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end. What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
rinse it. I made this mistake in front of my brother once, and I was... Because when I make pasta, it's usually a cold pasta for like a mm. pasta, pasta salad. salad. Yes. Oh, yummy. So I rinsed it with cold water, and he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, sorry. I was like, I was trying to stop it from cooking. Because that's what you do to shock it. Yeah, right? But we were eating hot pasta, so it didn't make sense. But they say, don't rinse it. Don't mm. rinse it, because some of that pasta starchiness helps the sauce yeah. cling to it. I'm curious about this next one, what you do. I think there's a lot of debate on this. Putting pasta on your plate, then the sauce on top of it. I would say that's not how I do it. You mix it right in the pot. In the pot. And then I, have but extra it, sauce. I agree with you, but it seems fancier to do. We used to do that, but now I think my wife will make two pots. One is the spaghetti pot. The other is the sauce oh, pot. Yeah. And I think that has to do with pickiness of children, too. Like, do you want a lot of sauce? Do you want oh, a little sure. sauce? That makes sense. But it sense. feels fancier when you put the sauce on the pasta on the plate. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Garlic bread with pasta. Less than half of Italians say, no, don't do that. It's because the kind we eat is made with like a French baguette. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but they feel like the sauce should be enough. You don't have to add garlic to the bread to make it. You're just adding a different, you don't get the full flavor of the sauce. And the sauce has the garlic in it already. Yes, it should. So, but we love bread. Wow. Okay. We have uh, emailers coming at me. Uh, first of all, Jana says, mac and cheese is absolutely pasta, Steve. <laughs> Sarah says, it's called a pasta spoon, Steve. And then she, she said, he should immediately be removed from this conversation. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my oh, gosh. All right, all right, Jana, what did she have to say? Oh, she said the pasta thing. Okay. All right. Wow. And then shade from Felicia on Yoko Ono. Or maybe it's to J Lo. Hi, J-Lo. Yoko Ono could give load. Uh, oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant J Lo. No, Lo J. Oh, Lo with that singing voice. Oh, whoops! I read that as J Lo. Now I feel bad. That's funny. I gotta go. Hey, let's play a game. Okay. When we come back, six five one six four one one zero seven one. That's the number to call. We're gonna play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can play and win. Call. Game time next. Good morning. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I think Rocco set Dawn up with some questions. Yes, he did. Ooh, then we shall play a little game. Time, time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. All right. It's time to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge every weekday here, Central Time, 1030 a.m. And we have Dawn on the phone with us right now to play the game. I forced her to play because she really wanted to talk about pasta. Welcome, Dawn. <laughs> hey, Dawn. Hi, good morning. Uh, before we I... go, your thoughts on pasta. Okay, all I wanted to say was, and I learned this from Stephanie on Saturday morning, Oh. Um, when you're boiling your pasta, you always follow the directions on the box for how much water is supposed to be in the pot. If it says four quarts of water, you put four quarts of water. Because when you add the pasta, it cools down and it takes, if you don't have enough water, it doesn't, it takes it longer to boil back oh. up. 
I see. That's yeah, a good and then tip. your pasta isn't done the way it's supposed to be done. Okay. I'm an Algentia girl myself. I listen to all of you people. Oh, <laughs> thank you. This is great. You're welcome. Thanks. We're glad to have you. Okay, so um, today on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, the topic is coaches because it is National Coaches Day. All right, as well cool. as Pasta Day. So, Don, you have a decision to make. Do you want to go with Steve or Donna to try to win this prize, which happens to be a My Talk T-shirt? If you win. I think Steve, because I think I've heard Donna say that she's really not very sports minded, okay. and I'm assuming I'm assuming it's going to be sports coaches. I'm not sure, but all right, that's what I'll, I'll do. all right, that's I'll what I would Steve. do too, Don. Yep. Okay, Donna's um, going to leave the room. Migo, wee wee. Oh, okay. she's going to take that risk to take <laughs> there that much we go. time. Yeah, we'll see how I that might... goes for her. Yeah. Okay. All right, Don, are you ready? I'm ready, Steve? and I know nothing about sports. Okay, that's okay, all right. Great. Steve is going to answer Steve, three questions. This is up to you, Steve. All right, cool it. All right, you cool put it, a lot Don. of pressure on me now. <laughs> so, so if you happen to know the answer, just be quiet in the background. Let him answer first, and then we'll come to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, once again, Coach's Day is the topic. Here we go. Question one. Who is replacing Emilio Estevez as the adult male lead in the series Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Josh Duhamel. Question two. Who played coach Norman Dale in 1986's Hoosiers? Gene Hackman. Question three. Who played Herb Brooks in the 2004 movie Miracle? Okay, that's Kurt Russell. Bang. That's three for three. Don, you just oh got yourself God. a t-shirt, sister. I guarantee I, I you. I love you. I love you, Steve. Oh, oh I love God. you, too. I just really feel very confident about this. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Great. Thank you. This, oh, this yeah. Great. Okay. Now, I think, Donna's, I think Donna's going to get two out of three. Really? I, she so? She could get three out of three. We might not be out of the woods yet. She could go three for three, but uh, here she comes. Okay. She's coming back in. Hopefully we got you uh, a win, though. That's my hope indeed. Uh, and what is the prize? A ladle? Is it a My Talk uh, ladle? Oh, I wish we had those. Wouldn't that be cute? <laughs> or be spoons? Yeah. Um, it is a My Talk t-shirt. Okay. Okay. It's fun. I'd love that. Yeah. I think well, on Twin really Cities Live, we've done like well, potholders before and stuff like that. And by we, I can't say that anymore. I mean, I don't work on that show. He's having a hard time letting it go. Um, but you're still a buddy of hers. Yeah, you're right. You're Speaking right, Don. Okay, okay. Hey, yeah, Donna. you seem like you did pretty good. I I think I'm I'm, well, I'm three for three. I feel very confident in that. But I think that you could go two for three is certainly within reach, and maybe even three for three. Okay. <clears throat> All righty. Are you ready, Donna? Once yes. again, it is coaches. Okay. On okay. your own, without help from Don, you will answer these three questions. Hopefully, you'll get them right. Yes, ma'am. Did you really go to go. the bathroom? I sure did. Wow, nice job. Thanks, All man. right. Okay, question number one. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Who is replacing Emilio Estevez as the adult male lead in the series Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Oh, I don't remember. I'm going to just say Josh Jumel. Okay, who played Coach Norman Dale in 1986's Hoosiers? Uh, Robert De Niro. Okay, question three. Who played Herb Brooks in the 2004 movie Miracle? Kurt Russell. Okay. Um, Would you like to go back to either one of those? Um, I think Robert De Niro is wrong, but I'm going to keep it anyway. Uh, no, it wasn't him. Oh, it was the guy. Hoosiers. Oh, God. Uh, bald. Uh, he was in that. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Well, I'll tell you in a second. Let's go oh, through the questions. Oh, that got close. 
Who is replacing Emilio (laughs) Estevez as the adult male lead in the series Mighty Ducks Game Changers? It is Josh Dumel. You both said that. You both get a point. Nice. Question two. Who played Coach Norman Dale in 1986's Hoosiers? Donna said Robert De Niro. Steve said Gene Hackman, and that is correct. Dang it. Okay. And question three. You both got Kurt Russell right for Miracle in 2004. But the good news is is that, Don, you're walking away with a My Talk t shirt. Thank you. Thank you. And can I I say one more thing? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I just want to say that, and the Oscar goes to (laughs) the Donna and Steve show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so nice. Appreciate Thank that, you. Dawn. I watched our movie and uh, the morning show, uh, Jason and Alexis and Dawn's movie, um, yesterday. I was just cracking up. Dawn, you, that they were all—they were all great. But they I all just, were. I absolutely loved yours. It was great. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. We credit our You're filmmakers yeah, for making it look so 100%. fun, so cool. But Dawn, that yeah, it was great. character that you played, the what's her name, Horse Stratton? <laughs> oh, Vicky McCreeton. There it is. Tweety Horcreeton, attorney at law. Attorney at law? That's so funny. Anyway, uh, Dawn, all right, you Dawn, have thank a great you. Day. Dawn, hold on. I'll get your information for that t shirt, okay? I- I will. Thank okay, you. Hold on. Excellent. Do we have a tip? I sure do. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right. I've got a four fall driving hazards. Four fall driving hazards that you have probably already or will soon encounter. Rain and wet leaves. Obviously, you know, rain makes everything slicker, harder to see, can be harder to slow down. You know, they say that wet leaves on the road can be just as slippery as ice. So be especially careful around turns if you see a lot of leaves on the road. We were on some curvy roads yesterday in Edina that had beautiful, the foliage right now. Gorgeous. Don't even get me started. Those Unbelievable. Reds. Oh, so pretty. Oh, those reds and the red flowers the along yellows. the side of 212. The oh. yellows, orange, beautiful. Another thing to look out for in the fall, deer. Yeah. They're most active between October and January, especially around dusk and dawn. So, again, just be mindful, particularly on those, you know, windy little curvy roads where you can't see what's coming up around you. Slow down. Keep an eye out. Look out for deer. And I I feel like when you see one deer, there's going to be more. Yes. They're usually in like a little pack, whatever Absolutely. Absolutely. Herd? Herd? Herd of deer. Herb. Is it a herd? I don't think it's a herd of deer. Look it up while I continue. Okay. What is a group of deer called? Herd? No. It's something else. Earlier sunsets, you know, the days you've certainly sensed that they're getting shorter. So you're going to be driving in the dark a little bit more often. A lot of accidents happen at night for obvious reasons. People have trouble seeing at night. So uh, just be aware of that. And then also another um, fall driving hazard, school kids. Be more careful in the morning before school starts in the afternoon when they're heading home. Also, be more aware of crosswalks. You might not be thinking about those after the summer, but look out for those. Look out for kids on bikes as well. And when a school bus stops in front of you, don't zip around it and try to pass it. I get it. You have to put your patience pants on and wait. But, you know, the kids are coming and going in front of those buses. So if they say stop, just stop. Okay. And now a group of deer are known as? A bunch, a oh. mob, a parcel, or a wrangle? Wrangale? Rangale. 
Rangale. Spell it. Ran, and then G A L E. Rangali. Ran- Rangle. I said Wrangle initially, but now I'm thinking it's Rangale. Yeah. Uh, could we get a Google pronunciation on Rangale? I think it's Rangale. I'm going to call it a mob. I like a mob. I don't like that. No. I like it. No, they're so beautiful looking. If you call it a mob, it feels like they have ill intentions. Hey, have you ever seen The Ring? No. That movie? Yeah. yeah Me we'll not want your, to see it. Change your mind about deer, that's for sure. I'd say what I'd call them, a mob of turkeys. Turkeys are here, and they're here to cause destruction. I do like watching them, though. They're really fun. Yeah, I saw some yesterday. I had a big day yesterday. You haven't even asked me about me yesterday. Oh, did you ask me about mine? I don't remember. Why don't you oh, start? Wait. Oh, here it is. Nope. <laughs> and that's why this show works, ladies and gentlemen. Limited <laughs> interest in the other person's life. You know? Uh, first, I want to know how to say wrangle. I'm trying oh, yeah. to look it up here. No. This is like a weird. I'm it feels like sure. I've never heard that word before. I wonder if it's made up. What was the one before? This. You said before parcel. a mob. I like parcels kind of fun. That feels postagey. Mm-hmm. All right. What did you do yesterday while Dawn's looking that up? Oh, I just saw some turkeys. Oh, great. What'd you do? I saw a dog. That's awesome. In my house. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's something I think you're going to like, okay? It's not probably the right pronunciation, but let's just listen anyway. Raquel Rangel. A Latino Outdoors Regional Coordinator for California and Central Valley. Okay, let's go back. And uh, we have uh, Raquel Rangel, a Latino Outdoors Regional okay. Coordinator. So that's Rangel. someone's name. Rangel. Rangel. So Donna, next time, since you like to effectively... Or- Google pronunciation we'll go to. Let's see. Okay. Now, what, if, so what... So. Wonder if that's a Spanish word for group. Rangel. Uh, Is it spelled R-A-N-G-E-L? No, R-A-N-G-A-L-E. G A L E L E Rangale. Yeah, I want. Oh, I hope it's a where very. Where are park rangers when we need them? Honest to goodness. Oh, here's another ad. Oh, oh boy. I tell you what, and you it's park rangers high. say you do good for the community. Yet when we need you to call in, <laughs> here, we it's okay. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. okay. Everybody just wait. Muted. Hold on. Son of a gun. Okay. Here we go. It's gonna good. What? Rangale. 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 It's a Rangale of deer. What's going on in this lady's day? Let's hear her again. Rangale. It's like she's whispering. Rangale. Yeah, Rangale. like someone tapped her during Rangale. class. She's like, it's Rangale. 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 <laughs> well, don't bother me. I shan't ever be using that word, so thank I you. think it was a good use of time. Let's take a break. Alrighty. <sighs> when we come back, mm. I watch Hocus Pocus 2. Mm, did your, uh, your I mom's may have, in town and she let I, you? <laughs> I may have accidentally allowed something to enter my home, according to <gasps> oh. one Texas mom. We'll tell you what she had to say. I'll tell you my own experience with this sort of approach. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer Don McLean hanging with us for the whole show today and tomorrow. Yeah, I'm Yay! excited. Thanks, Dee. We love having you here. Hey, Don. Love being here. Steve, you never really said, why is your mom in town? Oh, my mom came in town to see my daughter in a play. Another play? My daughter was, uh, yeah, cast in a, uh, in, a, in a production for the sixth grade. You know, she entered middle school. 
And so they're going to be on stage this weekend. And uh, my mom was like, oh, I should go up for that. And so she came up. And now, and, and then peripheral stuff, too. My sister lives in town. So she'll see a football game that my nephew is in tonight. Lovely. And then she'll see the play with Addie. She'll see a football game that little Gordy is in on Saturday. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. We should Great. just have your move, your parents move up here. You, you know, my mind. Well, right? here's what here's why we don't want that to happen oh. is we like to travel home to Pennsylvania for Christmas. Christmas. And so they have a they have a big space that they moved into when I was like 12. And so we went from this 1100 square foot house to this like 6500 square foot sprawling wow. space. And I only mention the space because my siblings and I can all go back with our kids, all stay in the same house. And it's kind of like, okay, the Pattersons, you're in this room. The Castillas, you're in this room. Scooty and April and Nathan uh, and Eli, you're, you know, every family stays in their own bedroom. Um, and so it's kind of fun to go back. So we don't want that to happen because we really right, like the Christmas selfish. tradition we have. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Oh, no. I that one too. I was going to say that. It's kind of selfish. It's kind of aggressive to say it's selfish. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. It is it's aggressive, not selfish, isn't it, Donna? Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll anyway. bring up my mom here in a second and how oh. she tried to break my childhood. But first, okay. did I accidentally let Satan into my house You this might weekend? have. Hocus okay. Pocus 2 seems, seems harmless enough. I almost watched it yesterday. But apparently it could be a gateway that allows Satan into your home, according Ooh. to a Texas mom named Jamie Gooch. Real name. The Gooch. Gooch. Uh, she went viral with a warning on social media. And in an interview with her local TV station, she said, a worst case scenario is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. And then she said, do not watch this film. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through your TV screen into your home. Okay, kooky. Um, she and her family have not participated in Halloween for four or five years. She said, it grieves me, the thought of exposing our kids to darkness. Hmm. Hmm. Is your mom's real name Jamie Gooch? Donna. <laughs> the Gooch. Now, my mom, I told my mom as I was reading this this morning, I said, hey, mom, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to throw you under the bus today again about you canceling Halloween. And she's like, okay, do you really? She said, well, then you better include the other part. So I'll explain the other part. Okay. My mom, when I was five, I went trick-or-treating for the first time in my memory, and I was a pumpkin, which Aww. means I wore an orange shirt, and I had one of the throw pillows from the couch <laughs> stuffed under that shirt. That so my brother, weird. Scooty, went as Inspector Gadget. He had a trench coat and then a bunch of kitchen utensils. Utensils, spatulas, <laughs> flippers, things like that. We were of humble means. Aww. And we went out and had a good time. My mom had some kind of spiritual awakening. And then after that, Halloween was canceled. And for the foreseeable future, we did I didn't I didn't I didn't trick or treat the rest of my childhood. What I did do was we went to <clears throat> brace yourselves, we went to Hallelujah Night. And Hallelujah Night was held at the uh, local church, Day Springs, shouted out, and uh, it was, we all hung out in this big church, and you could still get dressed up there, right? You could get dressed up, and then they did all sorts of things, like bobbing for apples. There was the, this apple thing where there was an apple hanging down on a string, and then you have to go, and you're <laughs> trying to eat it down to the core. I mean, you could argue some of that stuff was more satanic than trick-or-treating, <laughs> but she did this, and I... She, 
always gave her a hard time about this. Years ago, she sent me a letter and a care package, a full box that I did not know was coming. She sent it. We received it on Twin Cities Live. Oh. Inside of the box was tons of candy as she attempted to make up for all the candy that was lost from Halloween's past in a letter of, you know what, I look back on that and I got hypersensitive to something and I feel bad and I shouldn't have done that and like we missed out on some fun and that's a bummer. As I have said, I said that day on the show, I've said it here before and I will say it again as the mom in Texas thinks that Hocus Pocus might accidentally be letting Satan into your house. I don't think she thinks accidentally. Shh, okay. She's well, gooch. even more so then. She's the gooch. I believe that you can love Jesus and enjoy Halloween at the same time. And I get it. You can get into some... Like, she's saying, hey, there's witchery that they're looking in, and, you know, they kind of feed on we, the souls of children and stuff like that. Are we in spells? I think she is. Okay, that's where I have a problem. I think she Witches is. Witches spells. She is a believer in that. But I let's be real here. There's no witches that are casting real spells. What about through a Disney movie? Mm-mm. Through your screen? Nah. So, yeah, she got a little hypersensitive. As I recall, and this is really going deep into let me see this like therapy. I'm pretty sure and we and and we really like Halloween. The kids like it. They're already ordering costumes and all that. I just, I just love it. I'm pretty sure that my mom had a friend who was a former, who was a Christian, but was a former Satanist. What? So, and this is true. Jeez, how does that happen? Oh, I know. Wow. What a crazy like okay. conversion of sorts. Yeah. But I think that it was her, and I won't say her name. Let's call her Karen. Oh, it was a her, woman. Yes. And I think that she Karen. was so deep in the real, like, dark arts and worshiping darkness and evil spirits and stuff like that, that she saw Halloween and saw other st- stories that were that came around its roots and felt a hyper-spiritual sensitivity to it and thought, this is a slippery slope into it. So I think... That's what helped to uh, inform some of my mother's sensitivity. Look, when you have a former Satanist friend, you might start hearing different parts of stories that you didn't hear before. I don't know. You know, I I get it if it... I think the Ouija board was kind of frowned upon in my family. I think my mom bought it for us for Christmas one year. And as I got older, and my dad would always be like, get get that garbage out of here. You know, that's... that's He didn't like it. No, because I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of connection to that type of culty, you know, lifestyle. Sure. Devils. Yeah. And I think the the, the more the people who feel sort of anti-Halloween or 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 whatever their thoughts are on Ouija boards or whatever, I think, you know, they. They may be coming from a good place. I can speak on my mother's behalf, you know, that it's like, ooh, but if it is unintentionally, if you believe in the supernatural, are you sort of conjuring up or just slightly opening a door to things like that? I think that's kind of where they're starting. But, you know, as my little seven-year-old is like, that look, my vampire teeth came today. I just don't have a concern uh, as to where she'll land up spiritually as a result of buying plop in fangs for a costume so again uh we will trick or treat we'll go to church on sunday and we will trick or treat on monday 
Hey. That's a great order that you're doing that in, right? You know, Pray for get, forgiveness. Get, get right that's with God. and then, That's right. And then go out and yeah. get me some Bitto honeys. Oh, man. Yeah. I just bought some candy, by the way. Salted nut roll. bars. Oh, are you giving those out? I think so. I think I feel like I want to be the cool lady on the block. Oh, since you've been yelling at the kids all summer to get off your lawn, which is true. I was playing basketball with them the other day. You were. We need video, Donna. <laughs> I'm not. No, I don't do that. That's you. That's, I want to see game. you shoot hoops. <laughs> I, I was good. I'm good, guys. Then take a video of it. I won't. With the basketball, I got you. Yep. Aww. Love it. Thank you, D. We'll take a break. Uh, Dirt Alert coming up next in some movie news.